Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy, all the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. Thanks so much for listening. Today, a big step for North and South Korea. Apple plans to invest big bucks in the U.S. and a government shutdown looms, plus Bitcoin and Nintendo Labo. All that and much more in less than 10 minutes. And hang out today after the news for Three Question Thursday, where today I ask three questions of a wildlife veterinarian. I'm Erica Mandy. Today is Thursday, January 18th. You ready? Let's do this. The Winter Olympics will not only bring the world together in one place next month, but it's apparently also helping the world get along. North and South Korea agreed to march their athletes under one flag at the opening ceremony. And they'll even have a joint women's ice hockey team. The New York Times calls it the most dramatic gesture of reconciliation between them in a decade. The North plans to send 230 supporters to the Games. And get this, negotiators said both Koreas will root together for athletes from both countries. This probably still won't change the fact that North Korea is developing its nuclear weapons program, but it's a step in the right direction when tensions were getting a bit too intense. The Winter Olympics start February 9th. If Republicans and Democrats cannot come to a deal by the end of tomorrow, the government shutdown begins. And the Wall Street Journal reports negotiations haven't gone very far. So prepare for another short-term spending bill. House Republicans will at least suggest that short-term solution today. It would keep the government funded and running until February 16th. But it's still not clear if that will pass Congress. Democrats are frustrated there's still no deal on DACA. You know, that program that protects undocumented immigrants who are brought to the U.S. as children by their parents. So what happens if there's actually a shutdown starting this weekend? Well, many, but not all, government programs will temporarily stop and the employees will be furloughed. The clock is ticking. We'll have an update for you tomorrow. President Trump did go forward with what he calls the fake news awards. He tweeted a link to an article on GOP.com and it lists a dozen stories. The president calls 2017 a year of unfair and fake news. Well, some agree with that, others question whether those stories listed should really be called fake news. For example, Vox reports in almost every case listed, those media outlets issued corrections and apologized for any mistakes. In one of them, the reporters and editors involved resigned. All right, other things people may be talking about today, Bitcoin. It went down quite a bit the last couple of days, dropping more than it has in a while. The virtual currency went below $10,000 yesterday. That's down nearly 50% from its peak last month. It's all apparently because of fears about government crackdowns in China and South Korea. All that said, it's still way up from where it started in 2017, at least in the early part of the year. Still not great, though, for people who got on board with Bitcoin mania late last year. Of course, experts say it's all part of this fast-moving, constantly-changing industry. Apple says it's about to spend some big money in the U.S., $350 billion over five years, and it will bring 20,000 jobs in that time. Oh, and a new campus somewhere in the U.S. The amount invested includes a new one-time tax on some overseas cash and spending to get that new campus built. Apple will also invest in new data centers and manufacturing in the U.S. President Trump applauded the plan and gave credit to tax cuts. CNBC reports Apple CEO also said the corporate side of the tax plan, at least, did play a role. Speaking of Apple, it may be getting a new star-studded TV series. Variety reports Reese Witherspoon and Kristen Wiig are set to be executive producers, and Wiig will star in it. This will be Apple's first half-hour scripted comedy. The new and best-selling book Fire and Fury Inside the Trump White House may become a TV show. 
The Hollywood Reporter says it's being eyed for an adaptation into a TV series. Endeavor Content just bought the rights for both TV and film. No studio has claimed it yet, though. The book is very critical of the president and mostly portrays him as unprepared and unable to focus. The president says the book is flat out false. To be continued. The Italian company that makes Nutella, called Ferrero, will buy Nestle's U.S. candy biz. So that includes Butterfinger and Baby Ruth. Bloomberg reports Nestle wants fewer sweets in its lineup, while Ferrero wants to go bigger in the U.S. Nintendo just revealed its newest gaming kits and... There's a lot of cardboard, really, like physical cardboard. Nintendo Labo involves do-it-yourself kits that come with cardboard accessories and instructions. You fold it and build it, and it works with the Nintendo Switch. The Switch is basically a gaming tablet with controllers. You can make everything from a mini functional piano out of cardboard and the Switch to a fishing rod. To get the full idea, you kind of need to see the video. So that, of course, will be in today's show notes. Nintendo Labo launches April 20th. So that is it for today's news, but we're not done yet. If you'd like to stick around for Three Question Thursday, I ask three questions of wildlife veterinarian Evan Anton. He's become a sort of internet sensation. He's worked with People Magazine, and his Instagram and YouTube channel have blown up as he shows us a bunch of adorable animals and what it's like to work with them behind the scenes. So check that out under his name, Evan Anton. But today, we're going to focus on two things. One, animals affected by natural disasters. He works at an animal hospital that was right in the middle of the recent wildfires in Southern California last month. And some of what we talk about could also be applied to other natural disasters, like the mudslides that happened in one of those same areas this month. Also, the last question is about elephant trophies. This was an issue that got a lot of attention late last year in November. So Evan does a great job of laying out what to know from both perspectives of that controversial topic. So let's get to it with Dr. Evan Anton. So let's dive right in because you live in Ventura County where we saw a really intense wildfire recently. So what types of animals were affected and explain how they're affected in a situation like that? The animals affected with these wildfires were, of course, evacuated animals, and that's that could be any animal on any property. So if you have a large property, you have horses. Horses were extremely affected. And maybe you, you, you or some of your, your listeners heard about a lot of horses dying. Um, it was a disaster. But any, any pet or owned animal, sheep, goats, pigs, chickens, dogs, cats, horses, all that stuff, and they literally maybe had nowhere to go. Like these people hardly have anywhere to go. And so some of them were coming to shelters and hospitals and things like that. And then, of course, the wildlife. And wildlife, I mean anything really that's native to California that lives in this habitat. So it could be bobcats, coyotes, raccoons, lots of different rodents, different birds, a few different reptile species. All, all those animals are affected. Do you think people forget about animals when they're talking about wildfires or natural disasters? What do people not always realize when it comes to animals in those situations? I think anytime you have a natural disaster, people are the most important thing. And that's, that's how it should be. We are the priority. You know, even as a veterinarian, I could tell you that. So animals kind of get, get put aside. Of the animals, I think owned animals are a higher priority for most people than wildlife. And I understand why. But people don't realize how much it affects just the native animals to that land. And so I don't think a lot of people realized how scary and stressful and dire the situation this was for the wildlife. So let's switch gears and talk about elephant trophies. So this was a really controversial issue in November. The Trump administration had talked about lifting the ban on elephant trophies being imported into the U.S. from a couple of different African countries. 
It's still a little unclear if the ban is in place or not. It's under review still. But what can you tell people about this issue? What is an elephant trophy and what are both sides saying about it? Um, an elephant trophy, I mean, trophy hunting is you know usually a head or a tusk or something. I mean, it just depends on the animal. It's literally going and it's you like you you you're you're creating you're winning a trophy for yourself you you earn this trophy because you shot an elephant i can't relate to that at all i don't i don't i don't relate to trophy hunting whatsoever um that's nothing i'd never have any interest in doing but then there's another side to that and that is it's about protecting the land and understanding that there's a carrying capacity on this land okay so in a plot of land you can only support so many animals Elephants themselves are extremely destructive to land. There's been a lot of research and studies in, in proving that they have a really big footprint, literally and figuratively, in the sense that they really affect where they live. And they can turn, they can literally change an, uh, an ecosystem and turn it into a desert, essentially, by killing so much vegetation that they trample over and consume. So having that carrying capacity in mind, the thought is, we need to bring down their numbers or else they'll destroy the land. If the land's destroyed, everybody dies. Okay, so these animals that are hunted are, in a sense, taking one for the team. That's, 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 I think, that side. The other side, I think, is just people with a heart that are just like, how can you go kill elephants? I mean, this is crazy. It's terrible. It's an injustice. It's a disgrace. And, you know, we don't believe in it whatsoever. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the battle. And, and it's, it's tough to draw the line and what's right and what's wrong. And you have, you know, different agendas from people on both sides. Great information. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's great speaking with you. Thanks again to Dr. Evan Anton. And if you want to know more about the elephant trophy issue and where it stands today, I will be posting links to a couple articles about it. The bottom line is that the Trump administration still has it under review. But you can read more at thenewsworthy.com. From the homepage, click episodes and today's date. That's also where you'll find links to all the things we talked about today. Thanks so much again for sticking around. I will be back with more news tomorrow, which is Friday. Have a great day. Bye.